0: Welcome to The Fringe of It, episode number 44. I am, I don't know, 80% chocolate still after
1: Easter. Oh my God, what was the best egg you got?
0: The tradition in my house, or Jack and mine's house, is is the lint chocolate bunny. Like he gets me a lint chocolate bunny and this year I got a milk one a white Ooh. chocolate one and then I've got a hazelnut one but bit disappointed with the hazelnut one it's almost a bit too nutty like it's almost like a crisp it's a bit savoury oh. um I, like it's good don't get me wrong but it's not as good as I thought it would be but I mean I'm just happy with any kind of lint lint bunny in any capacity but then the surprise hit of Easter was I got Jack um which I thought was excellent value for money I got him a dime Cadbury's one but it was really big and you got the dime chocolate Cadbury's bar with it and it was a tenner from Tesco and but it was like it was a lot of chocolate and that was sensational it was like really chunky and had loads of dime in the Easter egg
1: oh yes that's what I got sorry i got a crunchy one like that so it had actual bits in the egg and that is what i'm here for
0: yeah i I love that kind of stuff like absolutely love it so that was a surprise hit and then june had her first ever easter egg well not a hunt because you know that would be too much but it was a trail um and it was the cutest thing i've ever seen but she just keeps asking for like chocolate bunnies all the time she's like chocolate bunny I'm like, no, baby, it's like half past seven in the morning. No. no. Um, so basically she just wakes up every morning and goes, swimming, chocolate bunny. And I'm like, no, you can't go swimming and have a chocolate bunny like every day. That's that's not a thing.
1: I mean, there's no reason she shouldn't be able to.
0: Well, yeah, I know, fine. But, you know, when she goes to swimming, I have to, like, wash her hair and then dry her hair. It's a lot of maintenance.
1: I love that you say that about her hair, and she's literally got, like, a two-year-old hair, which is, like, tiny, tiny amount. <laughs> she requires a real, like, Joan Collins... <laughs>
0: She does. Honestly, you should see her hair after I've just blow dried it. It's literally like a bouffant. Um and then trying to get it to sit still for that long and you can't let it dry naturally because then she sleeps on it and then it all just goes a bit wild.
1: I would love to I've see really, that.
0: I've really gone off
1: on one. How are you? Uh, <laughs> June's bouffant. That can be the title of the episode. Um, I'm well. I'm alright, thank you. It is today, the day we're recording, it's literally one month until the wedding, which is madness
0: um oh my god I'm so excited
1: I'm really excited I'm, I'm a bit like oh my god where has time gone um which is quite weird um but I'm really excited so I've been thinking a lot about that um Easter was really lovely um the sunshine the warmth oh honestly
0: the sunshine was incredible and the four days off I mean I know not everyone is in a job where they can have take those four days off, I imagine a lot of people were kind of cursing um, their work when people had four days off, but I took them, um, I was planning on it, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me.
1: Oh, I just, I really, like, properly unwound, Yeah, I'm I'm wound wound. up again now, but... (laughs)
0: yeah same but it was so good I went antiques I went to an antiques fair basically I just did loads of um things that I possibly thought I might do when I retire so I went to an antiques fair um, I went to a garden center um I made salmon on croutes, which was as the recipe suggested next level um it was just really good I actually had back to work blues on Tuesday
1: I did some baking as well and I was like I haven't done that in ages and it's just that I felt like a new woman, and then yeah, on Tuesday I was just like lost.
0: Yeah, I was at my desk, and I, and you know where you like feel a bit down, and you run through all the things in your head, and you're like, no, 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 it's not that. No, that's all right. No, don't need to worry about that. And there was literally no reason for me to be be grumpy it was just because I'd had such a nice four days in the sunshine done lots of things and then I was back at work and you know I love I love my job but at the same time I was like can it not just be Easter weekend forever like I really enjoyed that
1: I know well we've not got long to the next bank holiday nearly just over a week
0: I can't discuss the next bank holiday with you
1: I'm sorry (laughs) that sounds so sinister (laughs) I can't you know why it's my hen party. As if me and Charlotte have got a secret trade deal going on. <laughs> um, I I can't discuss it. I
0: can't. As soon as Liv mentions anything about a hendra or a wedding, I just I just tell her to stop because I I'm one of those people that, that ruins things for people, but like really accidentally. The other day when I said something. About, about your wedding dress and I was on loudspeaker but at no point did I consider whether Joe was in the house or not I haven't actually seen Liv's wedding dress but I know one one key piece of information and I said the key piece of information and Liv was just looking at me and I was like oh my god have I just ruined have I just ruined the magic moment that you'll never be able to recreate with your husband-to-be um but luckily he was out the house so that's why I can't discuss next weekend I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, we 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 cannot discuss it. But um, guess what? I've eaten bread again. How was it? What did you go for first? Um, I had soldiers.
0: You broke Lent with soldiers. <laughs> what kind of soldiers? Like just from a Warburton's white slice? Literally. <laughs> was was it as good as you remembered?
1: It was good. Although I felt like I got quite bad bloating, cause it's been such a while. If I hadn't eaten bread
0: for 40 days and 40 nights, I'd be going in for a French baguette or an artisan sourdough or like popping into Gales for a cheese and onion, I don't know, roll or something. Uh,
1: yeah, why did you buy that? There'll be words after this podcast.
0: Yeah. Did you have like properly salted butter on it? I mean.
1: Yeah, no, it was a nice butter and it was like two um, well boiled eggs. Um, so it was it was very nice.
0: Do you know what bread I had yesterday, like a pretzel, like submarine, like it looks like a pretzel,
1: but it's soft
0: bread. Mm. What do they call that? Let me have a look. Is it a pretzel roll? (sighs) It was really good, but I can't really, I can't really describe it. I can't really identify it, but I think it is called pretzel bread and it was a sandwich yesterday and it was, I picked it because of the bread and I was really impressed with it.
1: And I know exactly what, what you mean. Like
0: quite a dark shade of brown and then it has like quite a white, um, like crisscross effect kind of going. Yes, like, yes. You know the one I mean. That's the kind of thing you should have broken Lent with.
1: Not some sad soldiers. Some sad soldiers
0: indeed. I know. Um, all this chat reminds me of this podcast that Jack's been listening to and I've been listening to a bit, but not as much as Jack, like he won't stop talking about it. And it's called Off Menu with Ed Gamble mm. and James A. Acaster. Ooh. And it's talking about, like, people's perfect meals.
1: <gasps> We're doing the wrong podcast.
0: I know, I know. Once I'd heard the concept, I was like, damn the fringe of it. <laughs> but, for example, like, soldiers isn't going to be your dream bread, is it?
1: Joe, you know I did enjoy it as much as you said. It, yeah, I think a sourdough wouldn't <laughs> Sorry,
0: have... Been- I really got into it. <laughs>
1: a sourdough wouldn't have been a bad thing but I d- sometimes oh do you know what my, my dream thing is oh I can taste it so my dream roll is like my dream bread is like a crusty roll but not too crusty that all the crust falls off when you cut it but like one that you kind of cut and then it's got the little bit of the side which you can peel away and eat and it's just like a really fluffy doughy white roll
0: I know what you mean about the one that's too crumbly because then it's almost like it's a lot of effort It's to like clean an Easter up.
1: egg you cut it and then it, it's like hollow like there's almost too much like sh- like I was going to say shelving there's almost too much <laughs> <laughs> crust don't want
0: that Yeah I know what you mean um, talking of bread because we're still talking about bread um, on the weekend I had a hot cross bun loaf from the new local artisan bakery
1: That's what I forgot to and- buy. It's too
0: late now. You're not going to find, find that on the 25th of April. Oh. Oh. I feel like you should have spoken to me before you, you went in. If we'd have recorded this
1: before Easter. When we were supposed to record it. For God's sake, that loaf looked unbelievable. It's
0: so good. And also, talking about bread from the new Artisan Bakery in Lincoln, they have um, a cinnamon babka and... Jack and I bought it, and I ate it within the hour. So we got it home, and then I kept slicing bits off it, and then wrapping it up and putting it back, and then going to sit down, and then just getting up and going back and slicing more off it. And I was like, Do you know what? Oh yeah! By
1: the time you've got there, you're like right, turning back around.
0: <laughs> and then I just got to the point where I like well, you might as well just eat the whole thing, like just stop it, like whatever you're trying to deny yourself, just eat the loaf. Yeah, it was quite a petite loaf, but it was sensational. The top had such a crust on it; it was almost like. Like or oh, like toffee, like it was so good.
1: Can you bring some for the next bank holiday weekend? Um, yeah,
0: w- y- uh, yeah, the, 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 potentially. I don't know if I if I'll be seeing you the next bank holiday weekend, but next time I see you, I'll bring some babka. Okay, absolutely, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? <laughs> I'm using this as a convenient moment to move on to telling talk. da ba ba da ba. That was beautiful. That was, you should use that as a new
1: jingle. <laughs> but That's that was the James Bond song. I think you know what my thing, my thing I've been doing recently to really irritate Joe because I don't watch Game of Thrones is Neither do I. I keep saying to him, I'm like, Have you heard the Game of Thrones theme song? And then I start going, do 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 and Joe's like, shut up and it's not even that funny i don't even know it's absolutely
0: the least funniest thing (laughs) i've ever heard halfway into the anecdote i was like this better pick up this better pick up
1: it's so not funny it's because i don't watch it i think it's funny to pretend that i don't know what the theme tune is and think harry potter do you think
0: we're the only two people on the history of the planet that don't watch game of thrones i can't think of anything worse
1: I just, I really want to get into it, but I'm just like, I'm scared of the level of commitment and the level of attention that is required. Why do you want to get into it, though? Like, why? Because everyone says it's really good.
0: Oh, I know, but I don't know. No, that makes me dislike it even more. You know how I feel about things at like high. I know, well, I know, I know how you're like. I'm not watching Fleabag and I'm not watching Game of Thrones and I will cut my nose off to spite my face.
1: Oh no, you should definitely watch Fleabag because that is on my tele-talk and that is something I've just finished. Right, well, let's get into
0: it. So you've, have you watched series one and two? Yeah,
1: both, I inhaled them. <laughs> like bread. Oh yeah, like I was honestly, absolutely devoured it.
0: So last time we spoke you'd watch series what? Oh no you'd watch one
1: episode I think. Oh my god. So basically that was when we did the podcast last week. Um a couple of weeks ago sorry. And then I think the day after I had really like st- like really bad anxiety like all day I felt really like out of sorts and then I got home and I watched some more. And then the day after I kind of had a day off like almost like a sick day because I was just so she wasn't feeling well at all, and I literally inhaled all of it. And my mum had just finished watching it, and she was like, Oh, we're up to see series two. She rewatched series two with me because it, because I think there's six episodes per series, and if they're only about 25 minutes long, you can pretty much do them all in about three hours. So it's so easy to just devour it. And I honestly, when I finished it, it's such a weird one, Fleabag, because I've spoken to some people who have not been able to get into it at all. And they're just like, it's so not up my street. I could not get into it. And I've spoken to some people that are just, I think it's so love-hate that you either, either love it or you're just like, I can't get into it. And I'm just on the love camp completely. Right, here's the question.
0: Do I need to watch series one to watch series two?
1: I don't think you do. I think it helps. I think there's things that go on in series one that kind of help you understand her as a character better and you kind of feel you know all the characters more, kind of like with any, like, like TV show, I guess. But it's not essential, but I feel like, I think, well, my mum started, actually, on series two, fell in love with it, and then kind of had to revisit the first one. So I think it... Okay, of, to it be fair, so, so you're saying series
0: one is three hours long and series two is three hours long?
1: I think I think that's
0: about right yeah okay. okay maybe maybe I'll I'll put it to Jack maybe we'll watch that later because I, I've i just seen all the furore on Twitter about it I've been following that this oh. week about um if it was just written um for a certain type of of woman but I think one of the most interesting takes on it was basically if there were more things written by more women in general we wouldn't be having this argument mm. um whether it's seen
1: all of whether that. it is
0: Oh yeah, now have a look like so basically there was a, a piece written on the Guardian about is flea bag just for posh girls um and then v- the, you know various opinions some people were saying yeah it's just for white middle class women uh, there needs to be more diversity some of the things don't aren't relatable um and then you know posh white girls will get over it so you know why are we even having this discussion and other people I don't know why sometimes I just get into something on Twitter. Like I'll just pop onto Twitter because I've actually deleted the app from my phone. So I'll just log on on my desktop and whatever is like the first thing. Yeah. Cause there's normally, you know, some kind of furor on Twitter and um, I'll just have a look. But I think kind of like the best tweet I saw was, yeah, I understand all your arguments for all of them against, but generally if we just hired more women writers, more female, anything, then we could all be represented rather yeah. than kind of arguing of whether just one person was represented. Um, but considering I've not watched the show, um, I don't really know why I really got in, got into the depths of Twitter on that one.
1: Oh no, I do that with all TV shows, but I, I really, I did really enjoy it. I think she was, she's, she played a very, very interesting character who was quite dislikable at times, but also, I don't know, it just shows that you can have hardships and not be defined by them. I don't know. It was really, really I really enjoyed it. Um, and I'm obsessed with Phoebe Waller-Bridge now. I just, I've watched her 73 questions interview with Vogue and I just think she's the coolest person, which I think I did mention actually um, the last time we recorded, but I'm still, still obsessed with her.
0: Oh, I like a good obsession. I like to know whether it's just like a flash in the or like if it comes deeply ingrained in your kind of like, hobbies and interests which sometimes oh yeah you know that that can really happen for us because you know we do we do get quite obsessed with things. I know I
1: don't I don't go half-assed with anything I go full-assed
0: um well talking of obsessions <laughs> um I went to the cinema to see Wild Rose <gasps> um so I'd, I'd seen a trailer and then you know that um is it a marketing rule where if you you're supposed to see something ten times um yeah. and then like you find so I'd seen it, I think I'd seen it like four or five times and I was like, fine, I'll go to the cinema and I'll watch it. Because the trailer kind of put me off a bit. And and then also they were like, Oh yeah, it's this year's the star is born, and I was like, No, I'm not I'm not having Don't that comparison. Even go
1: there, pal. <laughs> yeah, just the
0: the wounds are still raw. Um anyway, isn't it, it's not this year as a star is born at all. It just so happens to be a song, a, a film about singing. Um, so I think Jack and I, when did we go? Like two weeks ago, two Saturdays ago, I called my mum up and I was like, um, you you need to have June. Like we need to go to the cinema and see this film. And it was so good. It was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Cause the tra- as I say, the trailer just doesn't really sell it. Well, it wasn't selling it to me, but um, it is. Let me, I've got some notes here. and um, when I say notes, I've actually just got the name of the actress, uh Jessie Buckley, because I knew I'd forget her name. <laughs> um and it's set in Glasgow and the like the opening scene, and you see this in the trailer is her getting out of prison, um, going back to her mum's house, who is Julie Walters, um, and reuniting with her children. But then it comes to light that she's really obsessed with um country and western, or she keeps correcting everybody it's just country um, and she's got this like big dream to go to like Nashville Tennessee and um but she kind of keeps messing it up for for various reasons and it it actually got really got me thinking because um as I said to Jack would we be even bothered if she was kind of a man not looking after her kids to go and pursue her dream yeah and obviously You know, we would be bothered, but it's just, we see that quite a lot. And then I just kind of felt like I was internally judging her just because she she was a mum with two kids. Like, I'm not saying anybody should be abandoning their kids. But, you know, we've seen it with we've seen that story so many times with different like male singers and things. And so it was really interesting. But the story isn't as the trailer suggests. Um, She goes on this kind of like really interesting journey. And more importantly, the soundtrack and the costume is incredible. So it's all set in Glasgow pretty much. Um which I've got a big soft spot for because my mum's Glaswegian and half my family. Um so I just I just love the Glaswegian accent, which I thought my friend sorry, I've just gone on a real monologue here about this one. Sorry, I'll let you talk in a second. And um, but my one of my best friends coming down from Glasgow this weekend. So I'm gonna ask her if she's seen it and and ask her what she thought of the accents. But I thought most of them were pretty good. Um and Jesse um Jessie Buckley, I was going to say uh, Jessie Waller-Bridge then, I was just making up actresses, said that before she went to film, she actually went round pubs in Glasgow um, and just sat at the bar and talked in a Glaswegian accent and nobody nobody questioned it. So I thought that was quite a good character, uh, getting into character. But uh, there's a lot of fringing going on, a lot of cowboy boots and the soundtrack I had it on repeat. I'm obsessed. And also talking about obsessed, I've du- I've dug out my... Bl- my uh, brown fringe suede jacket from underneath the stairs and I've been swinging around
1: in it (laughs) okay that's what Liv and I do
0: when we like something
1: oh yeah you start literally dressing like the characters in the film
0: yeah definitely um in the market for some white cowboy boots if anybody maybe I should draw the line there maybe maybe it's too much
1: I do get like that with films though oh would I like it it sounds like everything I'd like oh yeah no it's right up your street absolutely you need to go. Oh, okay, I'm sold. I'm sold. There's not loads at the cinema that I'm desperate to see, so I feel like maybe that's that's the calling. I feel like
0: we're getting into that that summer part of the cinema, you know, where you're like, oh, I really want to go to the cinema, and then you look at the cinema listings, and you're like, no, I don't want to see a Marvel film. No, like, Who's see...
1: going to see? Um, is it? It's Marvel, isn't it? The um, Avengers. <laughs>
0: I haven't got a clue. You're asking the wrong person.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, so it's um the Avengers Endgame that's out today. But Joe's going to see it tonight. At, um, I think it's about quarter past nine, and it's three hours long.
0: Oh, no, this looks absolutely awful.
1: Well, the thing is, that a lot of people have been like, well, it doesn't matter if you've not seen any of the other ones because you have to see it. It's amazing. And I'm just like, I think this is going to be like Game of Thrones. It's, well, you won't like it because it's, it's been hyped.
0: And also, it's not for me. I mean, what am I singing along to? Who am I dressing up like? Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind dressing up like the '60s Avengers, the TV show. Um, that's fine, but no, that's an abs- no, not for me. Not Aww. for me at all. Have you been watching anything else?
1: Um, well, I've been watching Line of Duty as per. Um, and it's just it's last week's episode was a shocker. It was like it really kind of. It took a very... I won't spoil it um, like I did last week, but it took a very unexpected turn at the end. And I have lots of theories. Maybe I'll discuss them next week um, so then people have got a chance to catch up. I was just, I was watching it all, taking it all in, trying to figure things out. I didn't really understand what was going on. And then the last five minutes, or maybe you want to re-watch the episode with a new perspective. Honestly. Brilliant. Also, I went to see Hamilton this week again. I took my brother as part of his birthday present well as his birthday present not part of don't know who I think I am I was gonna say what else is he getting I know I was like he did not get anything else um because I went for part of my birthday present well my birth what I, else did you get what is part of my birthday present it was that that is an adequate present do not feel you have to get me anything else <laughs> um and it was amazing, even better because I now know some of the songs. So, Jack and I have this oh, God, sorry, everyone. I'm like, Jack and I, Jack and I, we
0: spend quite a lot of time together, all right? Um, and we were watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and there's this running joke through, I can't remember which series, about Hamilton. And they just keep like referencing Hamilton. And we did, like, we literally had no idea what Hamilton was. And then you went to see Hamilton, and Jack was like, this Hamilton thing is getting out of control. And then you went to see Hamilton again, and generally, this is pretty much like the, like this uh, anecdote that you told earlier about the Harry Potter theme tune and Game of Thrones. Like it's not really going anywhere. Um, but it really makes me laugh.
1: Oh, and you, do you have any interest in going to see it? <laughs> well, yeah,
0: I mean, I would definitely, definitely. I mean, I am down, if anyone's listening, to go and see any musical of any description. Gemma went
1: to see Nine to Five this week, which I, which sounds exactly like the kind of thing I would like to go to see. Um, yeah, that sounds absolutely
0: great. I mean, my favourite West End show is Chicago. I've been to see it three times. I've cried through it three times. I'll go and see it again. I'm just looking up like some of the most popular ones. I've seen The Lion King like back in the day. I've never seen Chicago. Oh my God, I will happily go with you. I mean, I just put the Chicago soundtrack on when I'm feeling sad. Oh my God. It's so... Good. Haven't um, I, I told you my theory that I'd like, like, I don't want to be famous, but I would like to get to a level of notoriety just so I can play Mama in Chicago because they often give that role away. Oh. You know, like to Kelly, like Kelly like, Osborne was Mama in Chicago once. So, like, I, you know, I don't want to be famous in any way, shape, or form. I just want to get into a West End show, um, but, you know, without putting any of the dedication or hard work into it. Oh,
1: yeah, I think it could happen. <laughs>
0: I, mean, I have um, no idea who oh, that character the,
1: is and like her, but you know, the the, the truth. When you're good to mama,
0: mama's good to you, you'll be good to mama. Oh, I think I've just got other words. Uh, something about a ragu, you'd really like it. Oh
1: my god, okay, is it in London at the moment?
0: I don't know. We'll have a look. My mum's off to see Motown, it's coming to Nottingham. I'd quite like to see that. Oh, I'd like to see um, that. I'd I'd like- I'd like to see the Book of Mormon. I'd oh, like yeah, to see Wicked. Weird. I've never seen Wicked.
1: I like Wicked too. Have you seen Wicked? Yeah. I'm flying high defying gravity.
0: Beautiful. Um what I've seen Miss Saigon, I saw that back in um in secondary school. Would not see that again. Um I've also seen Les Mis, wouldn't oh, see that again. Why? I'm not that's, that no, actually, cool. I've not seen Lay Miz. No, no, I've not seen Lay Mezz. I know all mis, the so words
1: to every Lay Miz song. Do you?
0: Yeah. I would like to see Mamma Mia, but the sing along at the O2 is that what is that what's going on there? I think it's quite expensive though. No, I. it is expensive, that one at the O2, because
1: when those tickets... £150. Pounds. Yeah, and what are you getting for £150? I mean... Okay, you get a three-course sit-down meal, the opportunity to dance to ABBA music after the show. But what about during the show? You can arrive up to one hour before the start of the show to mingle. Ugh. I just, I, I, I have to see it to believe it, I think.
0: Um, but, you know, I got the preview, uh, you know, when O2 sent you the, you know, this is going on sale seat. And I was like, oh, maybe I could get it for Liv's birthday. Then I saw the price of a ticket. And I was like, yeah. that's not even part of your birthday present. <laughs> and part of your birthday present. <laughs> it's not going to be your full birthday present because they're too expensive. But what do you get for your £150? Like, is Pierce Brosnan turning I, up? Meryl Streep, what's happening? I
1: can't work out. Even after looking at the site, I'm a bit like it's vague you get a three-course meal and ABBA music but I'm like I could do that at home
0: um right sorry we've really sidetracked um rounding up tv have you seen anything else is, is this is only because you said Hamilton yeah do you know
1: what? I've watched one more thing which I started catching up with last night which is the new series of first dates <gasps> why didn't you message
0: me about this
1: please I don't know it's because I only realized last night I can't remember I'm so sorry
0: <laughs> how dare you it's and when on... is it on
1: Is it changed no Mondays I think but oh my god the first episode was a corker
0: well i kind of don't want to know what happened because i want to watch it myself can you tell me what happened without telling me what okay, happened? okay so
1: there's the the, the 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 highlight for me was a girl called crystal who was from belfast and she was obsessed with owls um like completely obsessed with them and she works at a place called a volunteers a place called world of owls and in her beautiful belfast accent she kept saying owls and she was so full of life and so warm and lovely. And I just fell in love with her. And they set her up with a guy that loved penguins. And it was just such pure, pure television. No way.
0: Oh. I mean, that that's what I love about first dates. Like, where do they find these people? Did the owl owl love translate to the penguin love and vice versa? Yeah, she
1: knitted him. Um a baby owl to gift him on their date called Baby Nero, um and it was just—it was just. I think I'm like, I might. You're gonna leave and go and watch it now.
0: No, I was gonna say I think I might. It cry. was.
1: Sounds beautiful. She was so lovely. I've never heard anyone have that kind of enthusiasm about anything, let alone um owls. um And it was just really great watching. All the couples were just. Oh, I just love it. It's just such good feel-good television. Um, I think there's one more I need to catch up with from this week, but I only, I only managed one last night, but um, definitely recommend. Oh,
0: well, that's good. I'm definitely going to um, not watch uh, Fleabag, and I'll watch First Dates instead, and it's all your fault. Oh,
1: God. I, every time I get closer to you watching something. <sighs> Sorry, First Dates is back. <sighs> maybe it's very maybe next week. Have you watched anything else?
0: No, no. Let's move on to shopping.
1: What have you been buying this week?
0: This week I did the wardrobe switchover because I looked at my... Well, the Easter weekend spurred it on with the weather and then looked at the weekends that I've got coming up that I can't discuss. um, And I realised actually I'm quite busy and if I don't do it now... I don't I don't know when it's going to get done and I also like I keep seeing bits and bobs and I just wanted to sort my wardrobe out so I knew where I was at so I could you know make sensible purchasing decisions so um I yeah I did the big wardrobe switchover, which was incredible I've taken two bags to the charity shop um and I've got a bag to sell and then I've like texted different friends like you know Um, when friends have like had their eye on certain bits of clothing for years and and now that I've um I'm bigger than I used to be size wise I'm like fine it's it's time for for you to enjoy that so I've like sent various bits and bobs off to different friends um but it was yeah it was really good like I really really enjoyed it I want to
1: know what you've gotten rid (laughs) of
0: I don't think there's anything that would be of interest to you I'm keeping all the goods I'm keeping all like The Purvis stuff, you know, that's like cricket cream. Um, But it did highlight to me that I am missing a pair of tan sandals, which is like, I think the first summer ever I've not had a tan sandal. But I remember I lost one in Turkey in October. Um, Basically, we left the pram downstairs and then went um, to this, like, taverna to have... Well, are they called tavernas in Turkey? Probably not. That's probably more of a... Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Um, And when we came back down... um, Actually, one of my sandals had gone missing, but I mean, it's our own fault for leaving my, like the buggy down there, and we think like somebody had got disturbed. Basically, um, So they just took one sandal. Revenge. <laughs> so now, now, now I'm on a mission to find the the perfect tan sandal, which for me is a one inch block heel, um, which is quite a difficult thing Ooh. to find. Um, but I had bought a couple of things from the shrimps for warehouse collaboration um both of us had a bit of a heart attack over that didn't we oh my god i got so excited i got hot under the collar yeah we were both trying to calm each other down because i think both of us filled our shopping baskets up um quite a lot but actually when all the stuff arrived um i kept two pieces and i've worn both pieces quite a lot and i know after i've done my wardrobe switch over that i'll wear them quite a lot and one was a crochet kind of like it's quite cropped, as in it kind of comes to my belly button. Um, but it's this crochet top. It's got buttons down the middle and a little kind of tie on the waist. But it just looks really vintage. It just looks like something from the 60s or 70s, but just in really good condition. And warehouse sizing's really good. So I got an 18, and I thought it was going to be tight. Um, and it actually was quite roomy. I probably could have gone for the 16, which I was quite surprised about. And then I got some really lovely, uh, like, natural-coloured espadrilles, Um then they're not a wedge, they're just more of a, a do we call it a flat form? Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, or well, yeah, a flat. Yeah, it's it's like an inch of flatness. <laughs> yeah, maybe a flat form. Um so yeah, and then the other two bits other two bits I have I've no, other three bits I've sent back. So I, I was feeling quite proud of myself. Good
1: on you. I'm
0: proud. What do, what did you what have you kept?
1: So I kept the blue um like underwater print dress. Um I only ordered two things just because I loved so much of it, but I had to really work out what I needed. Like I loved like all oh, the boater hats. And I was like, Liv, you do not need a boater hat, you do not need a toweling dress, and you do not need a Victorian style swimming costume, for goodness sake. Um so it did take a lot of like strength. Um not that I have a disposable pot of shrimps warehouse money. But I was just very tempted by a lot of things. So I kept that dress. Also this week, I bought two books, which I definitely do not need. That's one thing I've got a terrible habit of doing. Books and magazines. If I see one or hear one with a great review, I'm like, yep, ordered. The first one is called Brilliant, Brilliant, Brilliant. Brilliant, Brilliant, Brilliant. (laughs) Um, Modern Life as Interpreted by Someone Who is Reasonably Bad at Living It by Joel Golby who is a journalist um, at like Vice and he's very, very, very successful. And apparently, well, I say apparently, I've read some of his writing. It's very, very funny. um, And apparently this book is hilarious. um, And it's had brilliant reviews from like Russell Brand and Dolly Alderton and Catelyn Moran. And everyone just saying it's like laugh out loud funny. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant laugh out loud funny is something I like Joe Lysett has written a really good review Greg James all the people that I find really funny um so yeah I picked it up and I'm very excited to read that and I also picked up a book called Ordinary People by Diana Evans oh I've not seen that I saw it on um a girl I really love following called Camilla Ackley's Instagram I think I think it was her that shared it And I was like, it just sounds really, really good. Okay, so this is the bio of it. It says South London, 2008, two couples find themselves at a moment of reckoning on the brink of acceptance or revolution. Melissa has a new baby and doesn't want to let it change her, but in the crooked walls of a narrow Victorian terrace, she begins to disappear. Michael, growing daily more accustomed to his commute, still loves Melissa but can't quite get close enough to her to stay faithful. Meanwhile, out in the suburbs, Stephanie is happy with Damien and the three children, but the death of Damien's father has thrown him into crisis. Is it something or someone else? Are they all in the wrong place? Are any of them prepared to take the leap? Um, Set against the backdrop of Barack Obama's historic election victory, Ordinary People is an intimate, immersive study of identity and parenthood, sex and grief, friendship and ageing, and the fragile architecture of love, with its distinctive prose and irresistible soundtrack, is a story of our lives and those moments that threaten to unravel us. And I was like, that sounds brilliant. Oh, that sounds so good. Um, Have you started reading that one yet?
0: Or have you bought them both ready to go?
1: I bought them. They literally arrived about an hour ago. So they are box fresh.
0: (laughs) Box fresh. I like that. Well, I think I might be borrowing those after you because I also have an impulsive book purchasing problem that needs to stop. I did think the other day about whether it was time to get a Kindle. Um, But I'm just, I love touching books. I really love touching them. but. A Kindle kind of seems to make more sense but I'm I'm not quite there yet in my head Um. so if anybody has got a Kindle and and would like to um yeah would like to tell me if if you find the switch over how you found that the transition because I do I just love the covers I love touching books but you know I'm running out of room again the environment do I need to be buying all these books I don't know I'd love some feedback on a Kindle purchase, purchase if any Fringe of It listeners would well, like yeah, to share that. yeah, let me those. know as
1: well because I would be interested because I feel like similarly, I'm a bit like, oh, but I, it's a space issue and it's, yeah, buying more and more paper, but then... but then Yeah, I, I,
0: I, there's a lot taken from a love lot a, of room. I love a
1: good book. I really do.
0: I know, I, know, I, I love touching them. I, and I really do. Sorry, that sounded bizarre. And I feel so like I hold on, you
1: hold on to books. It's not like fast fashion necessarily where you're throwing something out quite quickly you're you're holding on to it
0: yeah and I do pass my books on as well um every now and again if I get a, a quite a cheap one um or I know necessarily I don't have anyone to pass it on to I, I haven't been known to leave them on a train Ooh. um I quite like doing that or I will give them to friends but then yeah I've got quite I have just got a new bedside table. It's a mustard um, locker. It's actually not mustard. It's actually green, but the company's called Mustard. Um, And that's now I've got new capacity for a few more books. So maybe when that's full, I'll, I'll contemplate a Kindle. Well, on that note, we will wrap up this week's episode. It was a bit of a catch up because um, we haven't spoken um, in nearly, well, we have spoken, but we haven't spoken to you in nearly 10 days. Um, as always, hop over to the Facebook group um, and chat to other Fringe of It listeners in there. It's facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash the Fringe of It. Um, if you'd like to rate and subscribe us, um, I don't want people to rate us, but it does help other people find us. (laughs) Subscribe us. (laughs) Subscribe us. Yeah, I meant subscribe to us. Sorry,
1: sorry. We need to get back into practice. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.